Hey everybody, welcome to Me Cook Pretty. This is the bi-weekly cooking challenge podcast that my friend Clark and I, hi Clark. Hi Riley. Hey buddy, we take on some crazy challenges in the kitchen and uh, and this time around kind of outside the kitchen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we tell you guys about it. We tell you what we screwed up, what we did right, what we did okay, <laughs> and uh, hopefully let you learn from it. So what did we, what'd we do this time around? The challenge this week was get your hands dirty. Uh, this is kind of going off the idea that uh, so much of food can be like a clean experience these days. Like you go to the grocery store, you have your nice vegetables laid out. They've been misted for you. Yeah. They're so pretty and shiny. And it's just like a very clean experience where you only wash your vegetables because, you know, like humans have touched them. Not yep. that, like, I mean, I guess with leafy greens, you're kind of worried about getting the, you know, any manure off of them and stuff. But for the most part, uh, it's a clean, like, borderline sterile experience getting your food. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you garden or you forage. And so that's what we had to do to complete the challenge this week was essentially find some food from somewhere else or find a way to get food in a dirty way um and yeah that's the long and short of it did you have any more like philosophy behind the challenge well i mean we so we live we live in montana the growing season here is basically from june until mid-september yep (laughs) pretty much until it snows yeah yep so we've got a really short growing season you have to start stuff inside first if you want to have a uh, garden that's started, um, got a little kickstart behind it. Um, but that's kind of where the foraging comes in because we do have a lot of stuff that grows on its own, um, in, in proper time for you to, to pick it and harvest it and use it all summer long. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you just get good preserving stuff and canning and all sorts of, all sorts of things. Um, and it's just, you know, it's the same. You get into kind of the debate with, not I guess not debate, but you explore the the territory of talking about if you're going to be a meat eater, you should hunt. You know, you should yeah, go out yeah. and get it. You should be able to do that. Whereas with this kind of stuff, if you're going to eat food, you should be able to grow it or do that kind of thing. I don't know. That's that's kind of where where I came from. Hmm. Um, that and I grew up gardening with my mom and my dad, so I I don't know. I've I've just always 
kind of had a propensity for it but yeah um and missoula at least i and billings i'm not sure about but missoula's got a huge foraging culture like this this last week people were out in droves looking for morels oh yeah we had so many fires last year i'm Um, so jealous of your guys's setup i was not jealous when your whole city was covered in smoke (laughs) yeah but i am now jealous of the uh aftermath Mm -hmm. i was actually i was gifted um maybe half a pound of morels last week and oh you were gifted those okay Mm -hmm. yeah i've got a friend that likes to forage but doesn't like to eat mushrooms (laughs) that's the best kind of friend uh, right he just likes to be out in it picking stuff and doing all that uh so he gave them to me and then i i made them with the ramen i made for people i put morels just right on top of everything as a as a garnish oh man Mm. tell you what well i do want to hear all about that but first i want to hear about some burnt ends Oh boy, what oh you uh, scrub this week? How d- did you get dirty for no reason? Did you get too dirty? Did you <laughs> did you kill well, okay. something? Did you? So here's a couple things. Okay, here's a couple things. Yep. Um, one, my last batch of sauerkraut that I started got moldy. Oh uh, no! It's Riley. real sad. Just it on was, the top, or it was yeah, it was two weeks in. Um, you know, one week left, and it it just got this kind of skin of mold on top so hmm. so okay um i uh, i've got a, a positive swing on that but we'll get to that in the kitchen update uh secondly i started i rented a community garden plot for the summer nice um, okay yeah uh which is great which is not the burn end the, the burn end is that i picked the plot that is almost entirely covered in clover <laughs> <laughs> Which, as it turns out, has very elaborate, tenacious root systems. Yeah. Yeah. However, I learned that in the process, I learned that it is a nitrogen-fixing plant. So it's great ground cover. Um, huh. And it's actually really good to have it in between growing seasons. Yeah, it's so, a good crop rotator. I know that. Yeah. So I'll have um, I'll have really good soil this year. Hell yeah. Um, yellow clover or purple? Uh, yellow. Nice. Bees yep. love that. Bees yeah. go crazy for clover. Okay. Yeah, the the ecosystem out there seems to be really healthy, so it's just the the task of removing it and rebuilding the rows that got kind of washed out and all of that. Um, you may have made more it, work for yourself there, buddy. It's been really fun. <laughs> I got to say, any any chance to have my hands in the dirt is just is just great. Uh, what what about you? How how'd the foraging go? Was there did you like float down the fall into the yellowstone and float down a little oh, ways or what thank goodness no <laughs> yeah it's running a bit high now isn't it yeah it's high and it's muddy i was telling mm-hmm. austin I'm like if you go in there you're gonna have a hard time getting out you're not coming back yeah you're not, not for a couple miles on the other side <laughs> yeah Ooh, uh no i think my biggest burnt end is that uh we checked quite a few places for morels and all we got out of it was ticks Oh, <laughs> so it's ticks been, are always a burn in, dude. Yep, and it's it happened this weekend and last weekend, where we go out there and um, get our hands dirty. And you know, the thing is, like, I know there are ticks, and I know it's a high tick year, but mm-hmm. I also know that if I'm not literally like parting the dead leaves on the ground and and really combing through stuff, 
I'm never going to find a morel. <laughs> like, yeah. If I'm just Especially looking, in Billings. Yeah, where they're not super conducive to grow here. It's not Yeah. Not quite the right elevation and like, Yeah, and it's it's not humid enough, I feel like. Yeah, uh, and like morels like cottonwoods, but not nearly as much as they like a bunch of other stuff. So uh, as as much as burnt forest yeah but we did find this really neat patch that uh lightning strike started a fire last year and -hmm. it's this beautiful area where there's just a bunch of burned stuff everywhere and it's right next to a river and a little marshy place so uh it's it's going to be good like if ever a place to find a morel that's going to be it i think we just need to wait a little bit longer um yeah so yeah burnt ends are definitely um are definitely ticks ticks. yes every time yeah (laughs) Uh, I did avoid one burnt end. Whoa, um, okay. Yeah, I made, this doesn't really have much to do with the challenge, but I made harissa last week because uh-huh. we were talking about it and we're kind of thinking about Morocco and stuff. So I actually, I bought the dried chilies and soaked them, which I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of an interesting process, but I I was smart enough or I had the foresight to wear gloves for the oh, entire God. process. Yeah absolutely yep and i found myself after i cleaned up everything and you know had wiped everything down multiple times and like cleared the area of pepper stuff i took my gloves off and washed my hands and like half an hour later i was like rubbing my eye because of allergies and i thought to myself i'm like thank goodness i was wearing gloves or else this would be a burnt end right here because my eye would just be "Ah." so (laughs) i dodged that bullet i've only made that mistake a couple times but yeah it's it is incredibly painful every time yeah and you just the whole time you're just thinking like dumb dumb stupid yeah dumb and yeah. It, it's it's like right away to as soon <laughs> like as you're doing it you're uh-huh. like not nah, this is a bad idea can't do it shouldn't do this yep but it's already too late and and, and i've like put milk into bowls and like submerged my eye into milk before <laughs> <laughs> so like i've been there done that kind of over it and i'm pretty sure that can lead to infections so you probably but i needed relief uh so yeah i dug around a bunch and only found ticks and um what else it's still a week early for asparagus we found some asparagus but but anyway we'll talk about that later uh let's go on to kitchen updates Yeah, I've got one ready to go for you here. Uh, so with with the moldy batch of sauerkraut that I got mm-hmm. last week. Did you I make guess, a cleaning solution out of it somehow? <laughs> no, I dumped the whole thing into <laughs> compost. Oh, okay. I, just, I, was just, I don't like dealing with mold. Even if I could have like scraped off the top layer and would have been fine, I just don't like to mess around. So That's fair. Um, yeah. So I went out and bought a gallon size airlock glass container what? Uh, that's got that's got an, an airlock on it so the little um, uh, like the wire clasp or no it's just it's like what you see in home brewing like the little plastic thing that sticks out of the top of the lid and oh. lets air out yeah okay um, cool but they call it they call them airlocks oh uh, yeah because it locks the air yep out. so i went and got one of those uh got a new batch of kraut started and oh man it I was trying it before I put it in the before I put it in the jar to ferment, mm. and it is so good. It's um, golden beets, turmeric, black pepper, and cabbage. Oh and man, that sounds good. It's gonna be 
it's going to be so good, man. Like the just the raw stuff by itself was was so good. What were the spices um, again? Turmeric. Uh, turmeric and black pepper. Yeah, lots of a, a huge helping of black pepper. Mm, Fresh so, tele cherry peppercorns. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that's going to be so bright. Like, yeah. That's going to be so nice. Uh, and the the gold beets turn the cabbage like a bright yellow. Uh, it's a really cool looking kraut. So put that shit anyway. on a taco. Mm. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. It's it's a week old right now, and let me tell you what, it is going to be really hard to last for another two weeks. <laughs> and um, you've upgraded with, to it. Huh? Go on. Uh, it, well, that the purchase of the gallon size too, because one one head of cabbage fills maybe a fifth of this jar. Whoa. Um, so uh, this works out because I planted a bunch of cabbage at my garden. So uh, I'm for this purpose because I want to preserve it and and just make it into kraut and all that. Um, so now I'm I'm properly equipped for harvest season, which will come in maybe five weeks, six weeks. Um, I'll be able to get the first heads of cabbage off of these off of these guys. So as long as they survive the hail tonight, we'll see. Yeah uh surviving the hail that's i wasn't expecting you to say that <laughs> it's hailing I know. tonight it, yeah it it hailed really hard during that thunderstorm we got and there was like some crazy wind so i'm sure they're not super happy right now in fact i might have to replant we'll see what happens um hmm. hopefully you don't have to that'd be sad yeah it would be sad but uh anyway yeah that's uh, that's my best kitchen update is an airlock gallon size container that I can ferment whatever the hell I want in there. And it's going to be just fine. So hmm. cool. What, what, what do you got? That's really exciting. First of all, I'm excited for you. That's oh, thank you. very, uh, that's, that's one of those things where you as a Riley, you are very resourceful and <laughs> you are very quick to say like, I don't need fancy equipment. I'm just going to figure something out. But, yeah, this uh, was th- this thing was seven dollars. Seriously? Yeah, it was amazing. It's an it's ice a, cream a, bucket. What is it? <laughs> no, it's a it's a giant gal- glass container that's a gallon size. How is that seven dollars? I don't know. I I almost wanted to be like, yeah, I'll take six of them. You know, just because. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like I'm stealing this from you. I guess it but... is one of those brewing ones. So like they sell apple cider in those sometimes, and that's yeah. Okay. I okay, but still. Like, the it's, fact that it has to be so wide mouth that you can put food in it, that's yeah. it's like a completely different layout. Yeah. Huh. Okay, anyway, sorry. Uh, seven bucks. I need to grab one of those. Right, I know. <laughs> I know. Ne- next time you're in town, we'll we'll drive by and get you some stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my kitchen update, um, you sent me a microplane in the mail. Which I was did. Very nice of you. Um, I, I, I tell you what, that is going to change your life when you need it. Yeah, I haven't used it quite yet, but up until now, I've been using a box grater with just like kind of one side that's much, much finer. Yeah. Um, and that's annoying to clean, and it's annoying to get at the right angle, and it feels like overkill when all I want to do is grate like two uh, two little things of garlic. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thankful to have a more precise tool that can be employed. Uh, so that is one. Um, what else? I have a bunch of jars in stock. I'm ready for pickling season because uh, the asparagus is coming up, as we'll talk about. Hell yeah. Uh, I also bought some yeast because, Whoa, honestly, nice. man, I, I've thought about making pizzas so many times. And, like, I've had 
all of the ingredients essentially like except for yeast for the dough and uh-huh. that's and that's been enough i know this is stupid but that's been enough to like hold me back from making pizza dough <laughs> on multiple occasions no i i get it for sure yeah like, if you're like, one ingredient short of something there you're not gonna do it yeah it's like i don't want to go to the store like if i'm going to the store for one ingredient i may as well just get food at the store like i may as well just find something to eat while i'm out there but mm-hmm. um that's that's the lazy in me but <laughs> got a whole bunch of yeast um, that I will store in a cool, dark place. And uh, I'm going to start actually making some bread and some dough because I feel like that's long overdue. I used to do that all the time. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, now I'm, I'm back on the train, man. I'm back on the baking wagon, the bread yeah. bread baking wagon. Awesome. Yeah, that's such a fun one to be on. Man, oh, it's just – I miss it. I miss it so much. Just being able to make um, whatever type of bread I feel like or make some cinnamon rolls or something like that. Uh, yeah. I do love cinnamon rolls. How do you... Uh, I'm trying to think. How do vegans do cinnamon rolls? Just coconut oil instead of <sighs> That's butter? A great question. Yeah, probably. I'm I, sure it works just I fine. I guess there is vegan butter. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure it works just fine. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Cause, uh, but all you get with the butter is kind of the flakiness, and like that's not that that isn't the star of cinnamon rolls. No, it's the be- star of a croissant for sure. But a croissant and and a biscuit even. Um, yeah. But even with the biscuit, I think the baking soda does a lot of the heavy lifting. And yeah, of right, course yeah. the biscuit method. But you can do the biscuit method with coconut oil too. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I don't think that. The butter is quintessential to a to a cinnamon roll. Luckily, mm-hmm. I'm wandering wildly off topic. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, here we are. So um, here we are talking about getting our hands in the dirt and cinnamon <laughs> rolls. Yeah. Um, what else for the kitchen update? Um, more gardening soil. I have some more pots. I need to. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I planted. Uh, I planted peppermint, oregano, parsley. Uh, nice. And thyme for my kitchen. Uh-huh. All right. Yep. Man, you're really leaning into those. this. Yeah, I've been using those pretty prolifically. Uh, and then found out today at the community garden that I have about eight feet of spearmint <laughs> that's coming back like a weed. Well, thank it is goodness. growing very strongly right now. So. Yeah, mint is such a weed. Oh, man, it's awesome, though. It's like when the wind picks up out there, It it's at the corner of the garden, so it when the wind picks up it just blows the smell of mint over everything and it's so nice but Aww. um i'll be i'll be picking that and drying it and making sun tea out of mint and making juice and mint watermelon mint juice is incredible by the way um heck yeah it is Dude, oh man you so, also, so many things you can do with mint and you have so many mints you could also uh take that mint and make like a super light mint simple uh, uh yeah not not a super sweet simple just a mint simple and mm-hmm. use that as ice cubes and like your lemonades or juices oh or, yeah. yeah anything that's Maybe, incredible i think i drink way more lemonade than you do but uh, i i think you're a huge lemonade person but that's fine that's that's good i need i need one it. of those in my life to teach me how to do it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh anyway we need to uh, maybe get but, our heads back on. Should, yeah. Uh, speaking of lemons, let's uh, let's squeeze it out. Let's let's go to the squeeze here.
segment that's a good one uh, all refreshed <clears throat> all ready to go after that nice squeeze there mm. um in our next segment of course meat and potatoes we're gonna get into exactly what we're doing to get dirty this summer spring yep early oh. fall maybe winter <laughs> Who pretty knows? much it's montana after yep all. exactly yeah um so like i mentioned i got a community garden plot it is 40 feet by 20 feet so it is a lot of space that's really um, big okay yeah it's huge it's awesome hmm. uh i i have all sorts of plans i have cabbage and brussels sprouts in the ground right now um as i mentioned earlier i've got mint coming back i've got rosemary coming back i've got kale coming back nice um i have a huge rhubarb plant that came back that is, I think that's it for return return plants. Um, that's it, Riley. Come on. I have, <laughs> I have about ten million tomatillo seeds in the ground from tomatillos <laughs> that these people grew. The last people that rented it and they didn't harvest them, so hmm. there was just there's there is a whole row of tomatillo husks, which are those little papery kind of yeah yeah uh, husks you see on those, and they're full of seeds. So. Uh, today we turned over all the dirt and threw those seeds in the ground. We're going to see what happens, I guess. Cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that, that's it right now. Uh, got some stuff dug out by the fence to put peas in, got snap peas, snow peas, and, uh, the long English peas, I guess that you have to, that you have to peel. Oh, um, okay. I'm trying to think of what else, what else <laughs> I've got planned. Um, you know, just your basic like zucchini, carrot. I've got a whole section for nightshades, so I'm gonna do tomatoes and eggplant in those. Eggplant, like, yes. They okay. like extra heat, so you throw down a tarp on the ground and then cut holes in the tarp to plant the plants. Oh, is that why they do that? Yep. So oh. it keeps keeps the soil hot because oh. um, nightshades really like hot soil. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah. Um, where are you That's learning it. all this information, Riley? Do you have a garden book, or are you just I, reading the back I of the packets? I work with a bunch of hippies. Okay. This is like, this is just, I work with a bunch of people that like to garden, and you just get to talking to them about this kind of stuff, and they just unload on you. Huh. And we're, sh so the reason, the whole reason I got this plot, uh, this garden plot, was that some friends that I work with uh, rent out the next three plots next to me. So mm -hmm. we're all kind of just combining forces into a one giant plot, basically. That is fantastic. Um, and yeah, and it keeps it cheap for everybody. Hey, hey, hold on, sorry. Hey. And now we take a short cat break to round short up our break. feline friends. All right, yeah, she's just trying to eat a rubber band. It's fine. Um, okay, mm. and we're back after cat break. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, she's just gonna keep doing it. Whatever, fuck it. Do what you want. Yeah, see how yeah. that see how that goes. Yeah, see um, if it ties up your insides, huh? So, 
so yeah, I, I, I've been getting a lot of these tips from them because we've been out gardening at the same time as them. And, um, they've got all sorts of cool stuff going on, uh, in, That's their, really in their plot. So anyway, yeah, it's, I've never had this much space to garden before. I've done tomatoes in pots. I've done leafy greens in little, uh, hangers and stuff that, because I've always lived in places that are either concrete jungles or just don't have the space. Um, yeah i'm doing tomatoes and pots that's me. yeah so that's that's, that's about all you can do sometimes yep i have flowers in my garden um i might throw some peas in there it's getting to where i need to decide real quick yeah um, because of the short growing season we've got but yeah you know it, that that makes it all that much more valuable for for when the time is here to grow exactly yeah and the thing is like my parents uh had a pretty big garden there for a bit and then they found they never used it so they kind of like trimmed it down quite a bit and replaced quite a bit of it with just grass but there is still like i can wander over half a block and have probably 20 by 10 feet to work with so i oh, mean yeah it's enough for some stuff i Definitely. can at least get cucumbers going or zucchini or something easy yeah yeah and you could even do the the um cucumbers that are that grow up that are vines oh i, I forget what they call hmm. those but yeah hmm. they grow like peas interesting just train them onto a trellis and they grow up cool mm-hmm. well i didn't spend nearly as much time in the garden this week i spent a lot more time in the ditches around yeah. billings yeah Montana. tell me about that yeah uh it is the beginning of asparagus season um and like this weekend like as we record this is the first weekend of asparagus. So uh, in order to get asparagus, at least where we live, the best way to do it is uh, irrigation ditches around town. And mm-hmm. my cat has brought me a toy. One moment. <laughs> okay. Uh, because, well, a lot of reasons. First of all, irrigation ditches have water in them periodically, so it's moist soil. Uh, they also burn out the irrigation ditches at the beginning of every season. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get the debris out, just to make sure that the water flows nicely, they just burn the ditches. So uh, there's some nice... Is that, is that like that Rob Zombie song? Yep, burn through the ditches. Yep. And burn through... Yeah, uh, that's the one. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so the fire mixed with the water, uh, mixed with the fact that nobody... Like, they spray for noxious weeds, but only in specific areas because they don't want anything to leak into the surrounding fields. So it's like they very rarely just, like, spray everything with weed killer. Yeah. So all of those forces combined leads to pretty prime, just wild asparagus uh, growing areas. So Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, So for those who haven't foraged asparagus, the cat is very... Very close to stepping on the pause button. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, everybody. This is a cat-heavy episode because she will not leave me alone, and there is no door <laughs> to my studio, so I can't really lock her out. Um, I'm going to go put her somewhere real quick. Okay, yeah, you, you go ahead and do that. Sorry, she's literally, like, wreaking havoc. Um, sorry.
And I'm back. All righty. Sorry, she just will not stop walking. Cat break number two. Right next to my keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, no that's matter. always a little nerve-wracking. Yep, and she jumps up, and I set her down and say no. She jumps up, I set her down and say no, and, and repeat. And just keeps going. <sighs> so... I need a spray bottle is the lesson. <laughs> lesson learned. <laughs> but I also don't want a spray bottle in my recording studio. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't where make it, a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I'm kind of surrounded by electronics right now. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Catch my breath. Ran up those mm-hmm. stairs real mm-hmm. fast. <laughs> <laughs> With the grumpy cat. Yeah, so for those of you who haven't forged asparagus, um, you pretty much, you look for last year's dead asparagus. And uh, it kind of looks like a tall, super skinny, white tree with, like, really spindly branches coming off of it and sometimes, like, red berries. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you see some of those, then you go, you pull over, and you look around the base, and hopefully, if you're lucky, you see, like, some little baby asparagus is popping up or in our case some actually pretty big asparagus so yeah you, once you figure out what the dead asparagus looks like then you can find it but if you're just how, like walking how tall are these um the adult plants get to like about three feet high the um the dead ones yeah they're like three or four feet high okay and there can be like quite a few of them in a thicket and like sometimes they get like folded over onto themselves because of the weight of the snow and stuff and oh, like wow, if you yeah. see a bunch of them kind of like laying down you can actually just like pick them up and sometimes there's just like a patch of asparagus underneath it so huh, okay yeah it's kind of neat and it looks like a grocery store asparagus just poking, huh. just sticking out of the ground uh sometimes I, it's I really short i don't know if i've ever seen wild asparagus before it, it's so funny. It looks literally like grocery store asparagus just poking out of the ground. Like, just, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it usually grows. It's like there's one root system. So there's like the core plant that comes up and that's uh-huh. the one that has seeds and that's the one that dries up. Uh, but around that you get a bunch of little mini asparaguses that pop up and those are the ones that you usually pick and eat. So, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so you rarely find just one piece of asparagus. It usually means that there's more around. More, um, okay. Good to know. Yeah. And you said it's usually by rivers or uh, it's by usually, sources of water? Yeah, by sources of water. We found that the uh, ditches that go east-west, we've had way better luck with those. The north-south ones, I don't know if it's a sun thing. I don't know if it's huh. <laughs> like... I don't know why, but we've had way better luck with east-west ditches than anything else. So Weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's also like snake grass around that looks an awful lot like asparagus. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the stuff that looks like bamboo. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, that can trick you. But if you yeah, see that... That, hmm? that may, I, I know what that stuff looks like. I can... I could pick that out. Yeah. And if you see that stuff, then it's probably also conducive for asparagus. So Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Also, huh. uh, asparagus starts growing as soon as you see the leaves start to appear on trees. You know how like uh-huh. you can kind of see them poking out yep. of like the big trees. Not just like mm-hmm. the little, little baby trees, but like the big established trees. As soon as yeah, you start yeah. to see leaves coming out of those, 
you need to start looking for asparagus. That's when asparagus comes around. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> we only found like a pound this weekend and none last weekend. Okay. Uh, but I've gone to so many parks I never knew existed. I've also gone to recreation areas, which require like a specific license or else you can get fined. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a $10 license or it's like $2 if you get it with the fishing license or something. But yeah, okay. there's all sorts uh, of like, like a foraging license. Well, it's just to enter the state, like the recreation areas. Like, huh? Yeah. Okay. There's specific areas, and like it doesn't say fishing access, it says recreation area. And you're not supposed to go on those without a pass. So weird. Okay. Did not know that. Yep. Turns out. <laughs> um, because even though it's public paid land, mm-hmm. it's not like publicly owned, if that makes sense. Uh, it's state owned and you have to get a license to go on there. So weird. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Check your stuff before you go forage because before sometimes you, you can get in trouble. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> before you get a fifty dollar fine and wreck yourself. So Wow, okay, that's that's definitely news to me. Yeah. Um while you're out there, you can also look for cattails where if you pick them when they're young it tastes like cucumbers. Whoa, um, I didn't know you could eat those. Yeah, cattails are edible when they're young. Weird. Yeah, you can pickle them. Uh, That's kind of awesome. Yeah, you can also eat dandelion greens, but it's best before they bloom. So yeah. if you're listening to this, you're you're too late. Sorry. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? There's all sorts of stuff. Um, huh. I did not know about the cattails. That's surprising to me. Yeah, turns out. I've never tried them, but I've heard it from enough people that I'm like, well... And There's we found be some merit to that. Yeah, and we found a bunch of good cattail spots. We just need uh, waiters. So, ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been really good. I've spent a lot of time just in new parks, new areas, uh, just looking and digging through with my hands and getting ticks, and it's yeah, been really, yeah. really nice. It um, is also tick season, so yep. But it's not mosquito season yet, so I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I got a couple out at the farm this week, but at the farm. <laughs> <laughs> at the farm. Um, the garden. Howdy, howdy. Uh, I'm just, I'm taking myself way too seriously. I guess, yeah. So, I guess that's how I got dirty, is I went in a bunch of ditches and... Yeah, that sounds like a great way to do it. Yeah, played in the dirt. And uh, morels, that's different. Um, I already talked about that a bit, but... Yeah, that's that's No success more. there. <laughs> And that's, yeah, those usually take more ticks and more patience. Yep. So. To get to. but Getting even dirtier. But, man. Yeah. I also, uh, I bought a leak from the store, and then I stuck it in some water, so now I'm growing a leak. Oh, cool. And it and it's working? It's working. It's grown huh. a few inches, so. Really? Yeah. It kind of grows was... like a unicorn horn, where the middle skinnier part grows first, and then everything else follows it. So. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that to see if that was if that is possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was easy. Cool. Anyway, how else have you gotten your hands dirty? Um, I mean, I've been doing a lot of stupid maintenance and stuff. I bought a I bought a lawnmower this week. That's really exciting. That is exciting. Um, That's very adult of you. Right. I know it's dumb. I'm not not happy about it, but whatever. Uh, hmm. Yeah, the that's the the downside of renting a place that requires you to take care of 
the uh, take care of the lawn. So they require you to take care of it, but they don't supply. Okay, that's weird. Yep, um, that's, that's just part of the deal, I guess. Uh, huh. So you so, have yourself a Husqvarna, huh? No, I got a I got one of the real mowers. They're just the push push guys. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. Mostly because it was really cheap at Walmart. So does it fit in your car? Um, it it does fit in my car. Okay, that's a big advantage. Yeah. Um, it's and it works. You know, it yeah. does the job. I have a tiny enough yard that it doesn't. It it's not a huge pain in the ass to yeah. to do it. So. Uh, cause usually you got to go over it a couple times for it to, for it to, um, get the job done. Did not know that. You should get a yeah. scythe. I know. I should just do it truly by hand. <laughs> Have you watched the videos of those guys who swath their land with a scythe? No. And they just insist that it's like the best way to mow your yard. It's so funny. Oh God. Oh, I, I need to get you a... down that YouTube wormhole. So oh, I don't know if you do. <laughs> I think you'd love it. I think you'd yeah, love probably, it. Probably. Probably. There's a real yes. amount of talent that goes into swathing properly. So, huh? Okay. It's Good so funny. It's utterly ridiculous. Good to know. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that's that's my that, that's that's kind of it. I've been I've spent so much time in the garden this week. Nice. It's just like I'm I'm so excited to have a place like that. Yeah. And to have an excuse to get out of there and. And do all that good stuff. I don't know. It's just, it's refreshing. It's something that I haven't had in a long time. So, mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's just so cool because no matter what comes out of your garden, even if it's like ugly and looks nothing like what you would buy from the grocery store. Yeah. It's still special. It's and still yours. Yeah. You yeah. still put all that work in to make it, make it happen. And it's still going to taste good. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of part of why this challenge is fun too, is like, <laughs> Again, like everything at the grocery store is clean and everything at the store is pretty. And I know that that's kind of what we're about, you know, me cook pretty. But Mm -hmm. there also is something about picking something out of a garden and it being not perfect, but knowing that it's still going to like blow your mind. It's still going to be so good. Yeah, exactly. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, I should clarify too before we finish out this episode uh i've said we a lot and uh when i'm talking about foraging and stuff and that's because i'm usually going with my good friend and friend of the show austin um he's he's been huge on foresting lately foraging rather (laughs) Uh, so he's the one that's been doing a lot of research into where to look for morels and what to look for and other types of mushrooms and what's safe to eat and how to prepare different stuff so uh he's been my my foraging friend uh and it's been very helpful and it's nice to have someone else that cares and someone, you know, just another set of eyes. Yeah. Oh Uh, yeah. That can be a huge help. Yeah. And so if you don't, I don't think Austin's been on this show yet. He was on our last show quite a few times, but um, Mm -hmm. he has a show called 20 minutes of banter with our friend uh, Dan, also friend of the show. And uh, if you guys want to check out 20 minutes of banter, we were actually on that show, both Riley and I, as me cook pretty, uh like a a few weeks ago so check out 20 minutes of banter on like itunes or wherever wherever you're listening to us you can type in the number 20 and then minutes of banter and uh you can find us in a completely different context uh that episode was funny man we had a good we had a good time it's Uh, funny it's inappropriate but um absolutely 
It was fun. It was jarring. Um, <laughs> it's a very different vibe than what we yeah, usually do. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a completely different show, but yeah, it's it's always a good time to be with those guys. Yeah, so definitely check that out uh, if you want to hear um, what Austin does and what we've been doing too. Because when you were, we we uh, were a little too distracted just being in the same place to actually like produce much content for me cook pretty but we did make a really solid episode of 20 minutes of banter so yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely check that out uh any new music people should listen to uh i've i've been hooked on new perfect circle and uh new god is an astronaut both have come out in the last two weeks nice they're both phenomenal so um if you like anything manor does perfect circle is uh is back with the new album Nice. called eat the elephant which we can all take a guess on what that means mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and then god is an astronaut is a an instrumental rock band that is is always always producing great stuff um so good so uh they they have done it again with a new album called epitaph but anyway uh those those have been my jams also uh been listening to a lot of the other another podcast called lore um oh yeah aaron mankey yeah, yeah man that's he's so good. good yeah it's it's really entertaining mm. um that's been that's been a great companion for rainy days uh which we had a couple of so uh hmm. yeah i would i would recommend all three of those perfect i'm just uh i'm on my gambino grind mm-hmm. i'm yep. looking forward to the new nas album that's coming out in like a month whoa yeah, Kanye produced a Nas album, and I know Whoa. I know Kanye's a controversial figure. I understand he that, um, and I I wish that I was righteous enough to say I'm not going to listen to anything that man's touched because he stated an opinion uh, that's unpopular. But uh, nope, I'm going to listen to the ever loving crap out of the new Nas album. <laughs> I don't even care. Maybe that makes me a hypocrite, but uh, eh, whatever. It's Nas, man. Like yeah. I can't, I can't be mad at that guy. So yeah, Just yeah. I'm back on my rap. I'm back on my punk rock. Uh, the weather is here, so I'm, I'm just riding some very upbeat music. It's been very fun. So, huh? Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I don't know. Probably wash clean my your fingernails. Hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm going to get one of those bars of steel. Have you seen those? Like the bars of soap, but it's steel, so you can like get the garlic off your hands. Whoa. No, that's interesting. Yeah. Do I, I keep saying keep... bar of steel? I keep meaning to say bar of soap, but it's made out of steel. Weird. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Get the smell uh, off your I'll hands. i have to get me one of those. Yeah, sure. <laughs> cool. All right, man. Well, Riley, please, 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 if you do anything this week, I just implore that you don't forget to live fast. Oh, and I I think I'll cook pretty too. All right. Sounds good. Bye, everybody.